addiction runs very deep in my family. My mom has been in the program since before I was born. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she got sober at like 23. That's how you knew when I was like, I have to go to a meeting or like AA. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> Also because yeah. of what other meeting it is. There's, there's, <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. There's like, like a business but meeting. I, I, there's been more subtle ways in which I've caught people are on AA. Like sometimes you'll be like, where do you like, where do you guys know, know each, each other, other from? from. Yeah. And like, as soon as that question's hard to ask, and I know they're not fucking, I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. You guys are both used to do heroin. Um, uh-huh. And it is far different than and AA. Yeah, my mom is an AA. I don't think my mom ever did heroin. Classic nose stuff. Yeah, and then like it gets cold in there. Mm hmm. But, uh. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like the cold. Sometimes, coldness. like a little, like, you know, that like, sp- that like G spot in your nose that like water touches. Oh my God. Like sometimes air touches it. And, yeah, and, and it's, it's a cold, cold sensation. Ugh. Wow, I've never uh, spoken that yeah well water in the nose is an insane water in the nose but yeah but like the the too much air and it's cold it sucks noses are really hard but also when you don't have them you can't really taste your food so that's true i was thinking about how sad it is uh, to lose your sense of smell because of covid because people lost it forever you like you know when you smell something random and you're taken back to a memory that you otherwise like first yeah, right. Thank you, Jake. I'm just, I was just saying, you don't get that. Yeah, no, you, you don't. And there are memories that are forever gone. My, lost. S- my sister's a nurse. This is the second time I brought up my sister already. No, I just was I hit. just hit record. <laughs> I've been, I am constantly even... thinking about my sister. Um, my sister, um, she's a nurse, and she has no sense of smell from, not from COVID, but from various Chemicals? medical stuff. Yeah. No, I... She has cystic fibrosis. Um, I don't know how that affects you losing your sense of smell, but she didn't. Um, That's sad. It's really sad. Um, she's pretty healthy. Um, she's really fortunate. But she has no sense of smell, and it's she, she kind of takes pride in it because it's her sort of, like, it's her, what's the word? I always forget words when I'm podcasting. Me too. Let me tell that you. That is uh, a fake oh, but it's her. but it's kind of her weapon because obviously when you're a nurse, you have to deal with really gross things that smell oh. bad and she's unfazed by it and can encounter these things with a certain amount of proficiency that her counterparts uh-huh. can't because she's, yeah. Because I'm one of those people where like I, like, I will not be grossed out by something until I smell it. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love turning a weakness into a strength. Yeah, well, and she did. Um, however, she's a horrible food critic. Because <laughs> she can't taste it. Oh, that was so funny. No, she would, she would get so mad at me for saying that. Um, it's weird because, like, she's really into food. And she's I can talk shit but about my sister. But she can. She does, like, acknowledge that she doesn't taste it the way No, she does. does not acknowledge. That's the thing. Like, and I'm like, you can't have your secret weapon and eat it, too. She does not acknowledge. Like, and that's, like, and again, because, like, she's, she, you know, growing up with cystic fibrosis, it's, like, a very difficult subject and there's still she has still so much anger about it of course <laughs> such a bitch she has a lot of anger about her <laughs> disease um but so yeah like if like when when it's a weapon like yes it's like i have no sense of smell but if you're at all like kind of like cr- like critiquing her like Critique, every, yeah, yeah. Her everyday life like oh but you can't taste you know yeah, how good food is that's when that's you. when she gets defensive um Aww. She can, well, she's allowed to do that. Has it made her, any of her senses stronger? You know, they say that. Mm, I don't that's know. The thing that happens. I think her vision is good. <laughs> yeah. I think her vision is good. I don't know. My, I wouldn't call my sister a very sensual person. She's not like... She can't smell. She's not like... She can't really taste. Yeah, it's not like, oh my God, my diseases make me see the world, you know, see <laughs> and feel and hear the world differently. Um, yeah, sensual. Yeah. Visceral. 
and she has perfect pitch though, so I guess she oh, does. Wow. So I guess she hears things differently. Definitely. Yeah. I'm uh, tone deaf, pitch deaf. I like cannot hear what I sound like when I'm singing. I'm. I'm I don't hitting the wrong notes every time. I try not to sing do. enough to find out what I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah. as I get older, it gets harder to do it. I know that. A cool part of being sober is that you don't. Uh, Succumb to karaoke. Uh, yeah, I like, succumb to karaoke, mm-hmm. and I always don't want to go to karaoke. But then I don't know what that feeling is that me. It's not. I've gone. To, I've done karaoke. I, I'm assuming sober. It's never like a drunk. Mm-hmm. It's never a drunk instinct that gets me to go on stage. Like that's. Oh, never but what, you're like, a performer. Yeah, it's that, that thing. I think I get like not competitive because I know I'm not a good singer, but I get like. I want center stage. I love, yeah. yeah, I love it. Like, okay, it's like very like, okay, now my turn. Mm-hmm. I love, I love my turn. Yes. Attention is my oh. drug of choice. I wish Frank Sinatra, in addition to the song called My Way, he had a song called My Turn. <laughs> Cute. It's I dick. love all these little jokes you're making. I'm really funny owl. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so nice. I'm a trained they're, comedian. They're pleasant. Uh, wait, I just yeah, want to... My humor is my weapon, and I can be like a me... It's so funny. I used to not be funny. Like, when I was a kid, I used to have this really, 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 really funny cousin. He was, like, a few months older than me. But he was, like... Okay, so, like, I think he's gay. <laughs> I think he's very, very, very deeply in the closet because my uncle's extremely homophobic. That is sad. Um, no, extremely homophobic. I don't mean he's, like, in, like, one of those, like, churches. It's like he's not, like, I mean, cr- I it's not, cr- it. it's not, like, conversion homophobia. It's, like, it's real like, homo. It's, like, like, he won't acknowledge the fact that he is Like, gay. I don't think that's, I, I, I don't think he has any idea that he's gay. I, but his, he, my cousin had that, like, <laughs> gay genius that like gays have and he had it way before I had the genius yeah so that's um, why his uh, humor so he was sprouted. so funny as a kid like I would see him make adults like laugh out loud and I could tell that it wasn't just cause like he was a funny kid I could tell they were really adult jokes cause like mm-hmm. I didn't understand why they were laughing at all yeah and I remember being so just like I want to do that with people like I want to make them laugh and I was really intrigued by like I want like this to be like a secret language like wow. I want there to be like you have to you know, like I wanted to speak a language that like young kids couldn't understand uh-huh. I wanted to like ma- speak it in adult language oh and that God. was through laughter I that resonates with me so much that's and all somehow, I wanted as a kid and like I know like throughout I don't I don't remember I don't remember any like of the epiphanies I had as a kid but I know I was like constantly learning from like the jokes and the humor that I was hearing and like learning what makes people laugh to this point where like now it's just like so ingrained in me and especially like at work I like I'm such a cunt at work I'm like I narc on people. I, like, really gatekeep myself. And, like, (laughs) one of the only ways in which, like, for me to, like, soften myself and for me to, like, be empathetic with people and, like... I like don't know how to hold anyone's hand, but the only way I can like yeah, do that is, is to be funny. Is to be funny, and yeah. it like it saves me. Well, I guess humor is more of a shield than a weapon, then, you yeah. know. And like to bring it not to like analyze, but uh, I feel like just wanting to speak the language that adults. Could hear. I feel like maybe that was like us attention seeking. Yeah. Because we didn't get enough from adults, maybe. And are just like wanting to be heard. I feel like. Yeah, I. Because we're both, we both love attention so much now. And we just wanted. As children, we just wanted adults to take us seriously. Well, not to keep fucking bringing up my sister's cystic fibrosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a... Ch- by the way, I'm sure there's many charities... Oh, you cystic had Cystic fibrosis-related charities you can donate to. Yeah, we'll plug it. We'll, in the, yeah, we can in plug the that description. in the description. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, do my part. Yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah, I had a sick sister mm-hmm. who was two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Also I'm a woman. Old, I'm the oldest... Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. I'm yeah, the, it's the just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, be, it, it's hard. I think it would have been hard being the older male sibling to a younger sister, regardless of whether she was sick or not, because my mom definitely wanted a daughter, and like my mom and my sister have this kinship that's, you know, kind of like unparalleled. And I think I was like also like it's not like I'm not close with my mom, but like. 
I'm not the favorite. I'm not the black sheep, but I'm not the favorite. And then you Wait, th- hold on. What is that noise? Oh, uh, that's oh. like what, what's st- that? my. It's a va- It's the vapor. Okay. <laughs> it's like the, the, the Riddler is breaking in. No, okay. it's um heat it of matter. some sorts. Okay, so you were not. the But favorite. it's gonna. Ha- that's gonna happen again. It's fine. Then. I just. I thought something was breaking. No, no, no. Don't. Worry. And sometimes <laughs> it's gonna be crazier than that, and really sound like the Riddler's breaking into the apartment. I really need to get a podcasting studio. Yeah, you certainly do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on top of that, I have a sick sister. So then you throw in all the like mm-hmm. associations with that and like parents being at the hospital and me being like with my grandparents. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, um, got a lot of uh, attention from my grandparents and like nice. I have and I have a relationship with my grandparents. So like none of my other cousins do because like I sc- spent so much additional time with them. That's. Really and they, yeah, they showered me with attention uh-huh. and put, like spoiled me rotten. Yeah, um, that's what grandparents are for. Oh my god, I know. For the sp- for the non-favorite. My child. grandma, she's dead now, unfortunately. I'm sorry, um, rest in peace. I know, Elaine. Uh, she, I I was her favorite, and she t- like. I don't know if my mom has ever told my sister she's the favorite. My mom would like deny that, but like my grandma mm-hmm. told me I was the favorite. Like mm-hmm. that's how real it was. Um, yeah, no, it is a real thing. I babysit and I see parents with their kids, and I like am around kids, and I'm like, this is the favorite. Like, this is the favorite. like they love it's them all, clear but as like, day. yeah, um, clear as day. Like one is very smart and funny and sweet to be around and yeah. the other one is mediocre you know i was really fun and sweet i i, I was definitely <laughs> I'm, I'm other i was harsh. definitely other people in my family's favorites but also there's parts of my family that i don't get along with at all and that my sister's adored by it's all yeah uh different obviously like people. all the other fam, like all like my we can talk about if we want to get ready for addiction talk we can talk about my aunt yeah yeah addiction oh my addiction runs very deep in my family my mom has been in the program since before i was born oh really Um, she got sober at like 23 that's how you knew when i was like i have to go to a meeting you're like aa and i was like because also because what other meeting it is there's (laughs) there's could be anything there's like like a business but i I, there's been more subtle ways in which i've caught people are on aa like sometimes you'll be like where do you like where do you guys know, know each, each other, other from? from. Yeah. And, like, as soon as that question's hard to ask, and I know they're not fucking, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. you guys are both used to do heroin. Um, uh-huh. And it is far different than and AA. Yeah, my mom is in AA. I don't think my mom ever did heroin. Um, NA is very different from AA. AA is, like... NA is where the... Well, I think there's hot people at all of them. There's hot people at NA, but I find that... People stay sober longer in AA, and that's all mm. I'll say about that because I love both programs. Yeah. They're great. Um, my so and then also so my mom's adopted, and her biological mother, who she met in her early twenties, and they wow. got sober around the same time together. Holy. Yeah. So my grandma has also been sober since before I was born. Um, Wait. So this is the same. This is your blood grandmother. Blood grandmother. Yes, okay. but they didn't meet each other until they were in their twenty. Until was, my until my this, mom was in her twenties. Is this Elaine? No, Elaine's the adoptive mother. Okay, and she's got it, the one got it. that spoils me. My my sweet Jewish grandmother, mm-hmm. and she was rich, which was the fun part. Um, it's nice that the rich grandmother I was the favorite too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but my aunt, I can't remember why I brought up. Oh, but my aunt, she so she was never. She's my mom's biological sister, and she definitely like has her idiosyncrasies, like. You know, big swear. My mom thinks she has Tourette syndrome, and she's just like Wait, very leather jacket. Hold on, sorry. Wait, you're their birth siblings, and they were both adopted by like. No, my so her younger sister was not adopted because my biological grandmother was nineteen when she had her mom. My mom, oh, and wow. then like six, seven, eight, however many years later, had um. That's my so aunt. wild. And my grandma was this insane hippie. Like, thank God she gave my mom, mom up for my for adoption because she put my biological aunt through hell. And they were, like, living... They were living in New Mexico all throughout my aunt's childhood in, like, teepees, heroin compounds, all sorts of rough stuff like that. Like, really, really... Not, like, gross in a perverted way, sexual figures, but, like, gross in, like, a toothless way, father figures. <laughs> right, right, um, right. I don't think there was an, I don't know of too much sexual abuse, but definitely like, oh, and she definitely had like my grand, like my grandma would like blow pot smoke in her face as a mm-hmm, child because mm-hmm. they were hippies and they thought that was good for them. Yeah. I can't stand when people do that to pets. So my aunt, um, 
That's crazy. My aunt's real was real was really cool. She really thick skin. Um and I was her favorite. And so like that's definitely the type of family member I'm drawn to. Like I like I like a tough person. Mm-hmm. I like I like yeah. I like is someone your, who's edgy and is your who's sensual. Clever? My so this is so my aunt was sorry. Yeah, like, go back to. She was definitely like a cigarette addict, but like I never saw her drink very much. I've I've drinking with her, but like she never got drunk. And then she had a really bad breakup, mm. and this was about like nine eight years ago. A breakup that like was one of those breakups that like right. threw a lightning bolt through her heart like yeah. so bad that she had to leave san francisco where she was living for like you know like 15 20 years Shit. and moved back to new mexico and maybe that was actually like six years ago or five years ago i don't know but in that time between now she has, like, totally lost her shit. She is now, like, a crazy meth addict. Wait, and... are you sure you want to say all this stuff about... Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and last I heard... <laughs> last I heard... But God forbid I say the name of the company I work for. Yeah. Um, and last I last I heard, she was... This was, like, this was... You can Google this if you know... I'm not going to say her name. Yeah, but don't if you, please don't <laughs> say her name. <laughs> but if you Google her name, you will find this out. Um, but she was arrested for stealing... Um, um, I think a car. Drug, yeah, it's drug really drug addict stuff. Drug addict stuff. It's really upsetting. It's really sad. Is she in jail now? No, she's not in jail. I don't. Maybe. I mean, this was like, this was like five months ago. I needed to call my grandma for her. Yeah. Because I need to call my grandma in general. Yes, you do. Um, this is a reminder to listeners to if you have living grandparents, give them a call. Yeah, give them a call. Um, because they spill the tea. Yes, and they write the will. Or they put you in the well. I don't know. I've never been in a well before. I haven't either. (laughs) I don't think there's much being left to me. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, my aunt was really cool. And definitely, like, the type of family figure I, like, got along with and formed connections with. And my sister definitely, like, gets along with the more conservative family members. Is your aunt funny? Yeah, she's hysterical. Is your sister funny? My sister is really funny, but, like... She's also, she's really funny. No, I'm not even going to back. My yeah. sister's really funny. Yeah, no, my family, everyone in my family is funny, too. Uh, my parents are pretty funny. Yeah. I'm obviously the funniest. Just, yeah, but Duh. sometimes it needs to be said. Yeah, I wasn't. You haven't met them. You don't know. I just didn't make I mean, you know. I, you're one of the funniest people I know in general, so. That's I, so sweet. It's rare that, I don't think anyone really holds a candle to your funniness thank you you're welcome uh i wasn't the favorite either uh sorry um i was gonna say something about humor i'm just glad we both have a sense of humor a sixth sense truly really because when people lack that one they are incomplete i know there's nothing you can, and there's there yeah there, and there's nothing you can do about it really and it must be so miserable to go through life and not find anything not like find everything very funny like i know everything is so funny everything is so funny. everything is so bad and funny it, at the same time it's, I, it's like how i and that's how i deal with like like any like negative encounter like I, not that i get into like crazy encounters with people on the street but say if i like i you know like a karen mm-hmm. I, you know like approaches doth approaches me um like, I never get riled up about this situation or take it personally because it's just so funny to me that, like, someone's behaving this way and, like, someone thinks that they can, like, talk to me this way. Like, I like I never feel disrespect. You know, like, some Wait, people... Wait, that's such a, an admirable admirable trait because it means that you're not making it all about you. Yeah, it's really... It's like a very... <laughs> Thank you. ...non-narcissist way to look at it. Well, and and I like to make things about me. Yeah, same. But I'm saying, I just wanted to call you out on that. Thank you. Thank you. That's nice and that's rare. Yeah, it's really hard to make me feel disrespected and, like, in situations where I think most people do feel disrespected, like our situation, I'm just like, yeah, it's insane that this person, like, it's like so funny that this person thinks they can talk to me this yeah, way. Yeah, like, like this person must be, they're struggling. And the laugh of the matter always outweighs the <laughs> like actual confrontation. Always. Um, if you've got the right delivery, yeah. it outweighs it. 
and I like I have moments where like I lose my temper or like I do something crazy and I laugh about it and I'm able to laugh about it later because I was like that was so retarded of you and insane mm-hmm. and yeah. I, yeah and like my own sense of humor about myself is like what like allows me to cope and like kind of like empath- be able to empathize with myself yeah and, a shield yeah a shield is similar to a weapon you can't really use humor as a weapon I guess if you're being manipulated. Have you ever heard of a roast bottle? A what? A roast bottle? Oh. Like getting roasted? I had a roast for my birthday when I was, when I turned 23. I use humor. It was amazing. I loved every second of it. That's fun. I was just like, lay it on. What grade? When I was in, when I turned 23. Oh, yeah. I thought you said like sixth grade and I was like, wow. No, that would be (laughs) traumatizing. I'm going to spend But I would have liked that too. I mean, yeah. Like, having a roast, it was just, like, I love attention so much that even negative attention, I just give it to me, you know? That's all. I also... But everyone I, said these things. I love, when, I love when my idiosyncrasies are pointed out. Because, like, to me, like, a good roast, I feel, like, known and seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, feel, what, so, it feels so special. And like, that's when you, you know people but, really know you and love you. Yeah, and even if it's, like, below the belt, like, I'm like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People, people recently, they, my, my closest, most loved people in my life, uh, they pointed out something that hasn't been evident to me my entire life, and it's just that I make everything about myself, and it hurt to hear them saying these things, but I know that they wouldn't have said them if they didn't, like, care, you know? And they were like seeing, seeing me destroy myself by way of losing people in my life by alienating them by just only thinking about myself. It's just so I've been learning to. Also, sometimes be like I like with it's others. even qualities and that we think are negative. Like I am really attracted to people's idiosyncrasies, and often those idiosyncrasies are like things that embarrass them about themselves or like things Wait, that. Wait, can you define idiosyncrasy? I'm not gonna defining, but like I don't know what it like means. habits and isms traits. and like traits. Quirks. Yeah, quirks. Quirks, I love is, quirks, quirks. is a good one, um, a good synonym for idiosyncrasies. Um, like I am attracted to people. Like I'm attracted to people's idiosyncrasies, both good and bad. And sometimes, mm. like I like. I always get in trouble with friends because, like, I'll make a joke about one of those things and I forget that to them this is, like, a sensitive thing. People but are me, sensitive. Me, I always forget. I know, but, like, to me, I'm like, oh, no, this is, like, one of the reasons why I love you and yeah. I know you don't think this is a lovable quality about you and, like, yes, I'm also making fun of you at the same time and I yeah. know this is kind of, like, hard to, like, yeah. get, but, like, it's because I love you and this is something I love about you and, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of people are sensitive, are so sensitive. and lack that that humor bone the funny bone but um but we love these people nonetheless so we have to think about how our words will affect them i know because people have feelings well one i can well and this is something that like i've always been bad at and i'm always going to be striving to get better and i'm going to always be making mistakes um but yeah, the making fun of people. Yeah, yeah, no. I, <laughs> to their to their face. To their face. Yeah. I was just going to say, oh my gosh, it hurts my heart when I hear someone making fun of someone behind their back. Like, when someone, like, just like, uh, yeah. especially about, like, their physical appearance. If I if I ever hear someone do that, but it, like, doesn't that... register. And I'm just like, oh, wait, whoa. Yeah, I was just about to mean. say, don't make fun of people for their personal appearance. I do. Um, but, like, it's... Like things that they can't help, but not like my friend, but not like my friends. Like I'm mm-hmm. not making, I'm making fun of like. We don't have to say. Yeah, there's not. They're not <laughs> even like. There's not even like people to bleep out. Like I don't know, like celebrities mm-hmm. or like like F-less, Z-less New York celebrities. Like yeah. maybe like someone like that, I'll call ugly. I think behind their back, I think but it's like I'm never. About them yeah. is more effective than saying. I mean, true. negative attention is still attention. I know. Well, I'm also... Well, let me tell you something else. Like, even people who I'm, like, not a fan of, I only want success stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I want all my f- enemies to be so successful and make yep, billions same. of dollars. I love a comeback. Like, mm-hmm. like I... 
I ultimately I want to see everyone succeed even when I'm like super critical and super mean and might think someone's ugly like if they then like appear up on my you know on YouTube I don't know where I encounter amazing things but (laughs) most likely YouTube but like if people impress me and do something amazing like and I didn't think they were amazing beforehand that's like the best feeling of all yeah yeah and I'm, it's way, I'm always like, rooting for people. And I remember, like, as a kid watching American Idol auditions. And, like, I never wanted to, like, where, like... I hate pe- when they don't get accepted. Oh, my gosh. It makes me ill. Oh, I, I, I didn't mind that part because I, I like the Trump, like, rejection Rejection. I, so I do sort of get off at watching them. But I, I was bored by, like, the bad singers, which is sort of, like, the whole and, like fun part about the auditions is you see all those like comically bad singers and that was like boring to me because like I just want to see I just want to see talent yeah I'm addicted to talent like America's Funniest Home videos just like making fun of people it just really strikes a nerve with me that I do not like to strike it's it's like I don't know secondhand embarrassment I don't know. Well, we Second, can hear secondhand cringe. I know yeah. like we can pick up my neighbors. This, these are good microphones. They're really, I know. I was just, my AC's on in my room. Is that going to be a disaster? Should I turn that off? Wait, it's like February. I I, I <laughs> turn on my AC all year round. Yeah, maybe it'll heat. It'll, it'll sound better. Let me turn it off. Hold on, I'll be okay. right back. Cool. I'm gonna take this moment to introduce my guest. Oh yeah. Uh, hello, listeners. Welcome to Alanot. That's so much better. It sounds way better. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Vasilis. Okay. Let's start the summer. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Al Anonymous. I'm Al, your host of Al Anonymous, this podcast. And this evening, I am sitting across from my guest of honor. And his name is Jake Levy. And we're going to talk about whatever comes up am i allowed to be am i on this part or is i it mean just your voice? i was just going with it oh my god i'm gonna I'm get here. secondhand I've been stoned let me I, i'll stop i don't want you I to know, get it's stoned. okay but that's a real thing whenever i say that to people they're like that's not a thing it's a thing no it's a thing i know okay thank you for acknowledging that and validating i know like, this because everyone claims they're getting stoned when they're near me <laughs> people don't especially people don't believe me when I tell them I'm a marijuana addict because well, I'm like I'm, I'm really high energy which is why I smoke weed I have so much energy and it was something I was really embarrassed about as a kid um because I was made to feel like such a bull in a china shop um and Aww. I really wanted to be in the china shop obviously yeah, <laughs> I like pretty things um and I like also had a really hard time sleeping and insomnia for me as a kid was like really depressing um i don't know some people thrived in the night but i had that that, like it was really crippling it was really like it really upset me it was really painful my insomnia a really painful thing especially to go through as a child Uh, totally and it's It's terrifying honestly in sunrise and like when you're an insomniac and you're not just like writing a paper on Adderall Mm -hmm. and like the sun comes up it's like it's so so upset it's so heartbreaking hearing hearing the birds oh my god it's so hard and you're like you lost it yeah it's like like, i didn't do it cool like yeah another um, one where i just and it sort of like my earliest encounters with like buyers feelings of buyers remorse is like how like mourning how i spent the night like the sort of like how i spent the time of my night and it's like not like i was purposely trying to stay awake but like yeah something valuable just like slipped out of your like fingers yeah it sucks because you have to like make that sleep back up and it takes it you can't just like get one night of sleep to catch it's Sleep is so wild. Bringing it back to uh, the nose stuff that we were talking about. Yeah. I started taping my mouth at night. That's insane. I know. I've got some... That's insane. I oh, mean, my God. You should... I'll talk about some of the health benefits of taping your mouth. I mean, I also think putting an eye mask. I think covering your face while you're asleep is insane. But... Sleep, uh, breathing, it looks like breathing you're being kidnapped. Through, if breathing anything, through covering your face. It's fa- so like, funny. It's such it's a kidnapping. It's so funny. It's such a good look. It's like silencing women. It's it's very funny. But uh, sleeping through your mouth, or, oh my gosh, 
breathing through your mouth gives you cavities it causes cognitive dysfunction oh uh sleep apnea my neck is hurting just hearing these things i, I already you. know i'm a mouth sleeper i <laughs> i never was one until recently and i wake up and i'm like wait why is there like drool everywhere like oh, i guess if i don't drill does that mean my mouth is closed while i'm asleep do you sleep on your back I don't know how, how where or how I sleep, but I know I sleep I, tightly. Like, I'm not a messy sleeper. I sleep kind of like vampire-like. Yeah, I don't move either. Crypt, crypt, very crypt-like. But if you sleep on your back, because I, I also put, like, a roll underneath my neck so I can mm. have, like, a posture corrector while I sleep. Uh, but anyway, like, when I tilt my head back, it's just, like, natural that my mouth opens. Anyway, uh, mouth taping, nose stuff. Sleep. Sleep. I so I started smoking weed, not and started smoking weed to like. Oh, I thought this would help me with my sleep. No, we were when we were kind of talking about this before we were recording. Yeah, yeah, but like let's... back to when we were young and when we did drugs. Like it wasn't like oh like I like my blood is boiling for THC. Like I need pot. Like when we were young, we would do drugs to like feel them. <laughs> like yeah, to feel novel. what they were like, acknowledge them, like take every bit from it and really absorb the fact that we were like on drugs. Yeah, it was magical. And so that's why I started smoking weed. It was to see what this little thing was all about. Right. And, exactly. And I like and I it's so funny, like I like I'm prone to exact I was especially when I started smoking weed, my anxiety's gotten much better as I've gotten older. Um uh, I was really prone to anxiety when I started smoking weed and it did not make me anxious or have any sort of like that is very fortunate for you panic attack I've I've I have had times where I've been so high that I have felt like since that I have felt that paranoia thing and I know what people are talking about but like it takes a lot for me to get there and that happens like once every like three years and it's because <sighs> like nice. And it's, like, also, like, usually circumstantial. Like, I'm dabbing with, like, my uncle or something like That's, that. Yeah. Um, not the homophobic one. The one who dabs with me. Just, like, <laughs> dabbing with a family member is... Yeah. It is... A little dark. It's a little dark. Um, and so... And then, yeah, eventually, like, I just, like... I, I remember, like, smoking, like, maybe, like, once or twice a month. And then I went to college. And, like, I totally... Re- I literally... Talk about, like, a like I remember the moment in my head when, like, everything switched with weed. And, like, in college, I'd already been smoking on a daily basis, which to me I thought was sort of, like, whoa, but I liked it. And it was really helping my sleep. Like, I really like to smoke it at night. And I was like, whoa, I'm going to sleep um, all the time. It's great. And, and then I remember I started, like, buying more re- weed. And then I remember this one time, like, I found myself in a situation where, like, I bought... I bought a quarter of weed, which was, like, I think in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, was, like, $100 worth of weed, which, like, that was, like, my money for probably, like, two weeks, Mm -hmm. if not more. Yeah. I don't know where I got that $100. My grandma, probably. (laughs) Um, And I remember thinking, like, wow, this is crazy. You're buying $100 worth of weed right now. Like, Mm -hmm. this is, like, the turning point. Like, and I remember, like, the thing, like, there's no, there's, like, no going back from, like, this is it, like, you're now officially a person who spends, like, $100 on weed. Yeah. And I did it, and yeah, I've basically smoked every day since. Um, I went to Australia at one point for a month and didn't smoke weed. Not intentionally. I couldn't find any. Yeah, yeah. That's weird that they don't have it there. They do. They I just not have the co- friends. They don't have I, Coke either. I don't think. I went when I was eighteen, and the friends I made. It was like very alcohol centric. Yeah. And they all promised me weed, and I never got it. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, but you... And I was so hard to sleep. You, oh. I know. People always say, like, oh, if you just go, like, this many days without weed, it's, like, really normal. And it's, like, no, I went a whole month without it. And what it was, like... What were you doing in Australia for a month? I was working with my cousin. Cute. I have a lot where, of family in Australia. I was where, in Sydney. I uh, was in Sydney for a little while, too. This kind of sucks. I liked how clean it was. Yeah, it was really clean. And I liked uh, the... The key, or the quay... You know, where the where the opera house is. Oh yeah, I just like Very drove by clean. the Oxford Ox Ox. What's it called? The, the thing, the, the opera thing, house. The opera house. Um, I was right. I think Oxford Street was where I was on, which mm-hmm. was really hip happening street. I remember. And um, I like Surrey Hill. Was it? There's something like Surrey Hill. It's all yeah. foggy. I. It was a yeah. really. It was a. It was a weird trip. I was oh. like, 
Yeah, Australia? I don't know. Sydney's weird to me. It is weird. I mean, we live in New York for a reason. We live in New York City. It was definitely like, okay, this is a city. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't deny that it's a city. It's a city, yeah. They have all the facets that make it a city, Mm -hmm. even like an enjoyable, cool city. And Mm -hmm. yet, like, you're like, I literally would never want to live here. Yeah, New York does that to you. Oh, I New York City is. I mean, I'm gonna live here probably for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, I, never leaving. It's like the f- uh, first city I went to. Where like, not only is it exactly like the movies, mm-hmm. it, it's <laughs> like bigger than like it, yeah. bigger than a movie. And being from Los Angeles, like I, I, I'm from there, so I have no idea what it's like to like imagine Los Angeles before going there. Um, but I imagine it's like a really stark difference from what you see in the movies versus going there yeah i went to la for the first time and i was like this is so dark it's so dark and upsetting yeah it's so dark and like bloated feeling i know and people aren't attractive there i don't know there's this like idea that like there's all these hotties there's no fashion there there's definitely no the style there is out of control Mm -hmm. Um, Lee Bad. Um, yeah. There's a reason there's there's no LA Fashion Week. There might still be. Oh, actually, <laughs> but, I guess oh God, now there's LA. definitely no remnants of one. Wait, didn't LA try to have an LA Fashion Week? I can't there, even like LA say at the one words. point had a Mer- I think a Mercedes Benz LA Fashion Week. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> L- L- I mean, so there's a no, there, LA. There, I I the weather is beautiful. There's a big textile industry in Los Angeles. Like many denim brands are based out there. Right. Um, and other companies, but not necessarily. I mean, like Rodarte is based in Los Angeles. Eddie Slimane is often based there, but Eddie sometimes shows there, but Rodarte never. Um, like the fashion community is there, like doesn't manifest in like like an actual like material social culture. Which is not the worst thing. Yeah. Which is not the worst thing. I like having like a fashion community. Yeah, having any sort of community is nice. Like in LA, you have your own little. Well, I don't know. It's harder to find a community in. It's harder LA. to find. That's it's the harder thing. to find anything in LA because it's like yeah. forty minutes away uh-huh. by traffic, and you have to get in a car. But you're like so stoned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only times I was able to enjoy weed was. Um, were when I was in LA and like just enjoying. Weed is like, so oh, enjoyable in Los Angeles. Like, oh, until, I don't like, have to do anything, and the days are so long. But that's anyway. what it's like there forever. It's like yeah. you, you like that's nice on vacation, but that never ends. And I know. you're just like constantly at home, bit. stoned, and like, no, I'm not gonna get in my car. Like, mm-hmm. and then when the sun sets, it's just like, like what are we supposed to do li- right now? I'm, I have to live in New York City because like. I am constantly fighting my laziness and like sometimes it's hard for me to literally walk like three blocks away to like mm-hmm. get a grocery like Same. how how does Los Angeles expect me to get into a car and drive like yeah I'm kind of on 30 a 30 minutes to get it's like freaking I don't know what you get like a, like a, a burrito <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a well I was for a long time I was on a do a one thing a day regimen I like, do one thing a do, day. If you do one thing a day, like, you're good. Just do that one thing. Sometimes I don't think that's enough. How now, big, but what's, that, this what's was the when size I was, of the one thing? This, I, I don't know, laundry? Like, one thing. I have to do laundry tomorrow. Me too. I do laundry every Friday. I, yeah, every what? Friday. That's nice. I do it whenever you I can. You have a job, though. Yeah, so I know. So it's like whenever it's, I can. Yeah, yeah. That's... Um, I'm doing it tomorrow, though. Cool. It's not that big. Laundry it's, just, it's, pretty, it's a pretty light load this time. I'm dropping off. Oh, that's good. I wake up early, so I'll probably wake up around like 8, immediately <sighs> drop it off, but get you're it high out of the way. But you're high-functioning. You have a job. So it's like easier for, it's easy for you to do your one thing because your one thing could be just literally going to work. I know. Well, that's why you think of it as not enough. I think of and it as so not enough, too. you can imagine what it's like, but that's the great, that's... But it's, yeah, so I'm in like LA, now in a headspace like I don't even I wouldn't even count those days because I'm doing so many things mm-hmm. and it's like going to work is one thing but all the things within the thing it's, uh-huh. you know, it's like a play within a play a job within a job because yeah. um, we have ta- something called tasks um, I love tasks but on my days off like e- if I were to just do laundry tomorrow like I'd feel good I'd that feel like be enough. it wouldn't be enough and I yeah. often do just do laundry because I'm also a homebody and I like uh-huh. ordering in food and smoking pot and watching TV Jake you're you are very stable i i am really stable no i am really stable you are uh 
not neurodivergent, you're neuronormative. It's nice. It's refreshing. Thank you. Whenever I meet someone who like doesn't, isn't insane the way I am. Well, I gotta tell you. It's just so, I'm dumbfounded. Having a job is so, like I (laughs) thrive off of structure. Like I Mm -hmm. would thrive in prison. I really would. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, same. I I love being told, when someone tells me what to do, that's, I'll do it. But not having a job is so stressful because and I can't make myself and unfortunately I wish I was like a soft I wish I didn't need someone to tell me what to do but yeah. I am but I am not strong enough at telling myself to do things same I need a job so badly oh my god listeners if you can offer me any I'm, I'm a good worker I really am and uh, I'm on the right meds now so I am I function I wake up in the morning now I'm getting better. So, so this is why you're getting caught dog ties because I'm literally blowing pot smoke yeah. into your face. I'm stoned. Dire- like that was directly into your face. I'm it so was. sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, maybe it'll chill me out. Oh my gosh, getting They're home so is gonna be scary. Oh it will. Everything is scary right now. You should take a car home. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe I am high. I just got like so scared thinking about going home. No, that's not we. That's just you should be scared to go home. Okay. Everything is so scary in New York City these days. I'm serious. Yeah. You're not safe walking. You're not safe talking. Stop. You're not safe. Stop. Stop. Let's go back to Oh yeah, I wanted to say when I realized that uh, so you were telling your weed addiction story. <laughs> yeah. It, it uh, In NA meetings, they have a thing, like, with drugs. It, I've never heard it in AA, but uh, they say, like, the, most people's relationships with drugs, it starts as magic, and then it well, becomes... I relate to that so much. Yes. And then it becomes medicine. Also relate. And then it becomes maintenance. Doing, <laughs> yeah. And then what lands you in NA is when it becomes misery. So that's how you're a functioning yeah. weed addict. I'm not miserable. Your life is not unmanageable. So no. that's it's nice. It's nice. We for me, weed is a really not miserable. It's not job. miserable. Yeah. I can understand alcohol. I mean, alcohol is miserable. You are miserable. It's a cycle. Like you're miserable, so you drink alcohol, yeah. and drinking alcohol makes you it's, miserable. It's and, miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But weed keeps my sleep schedule regular. Which is so important because it's insomnia so important. is no, so it's, painful. It's exactly. It's so painful. So thank God for a little thing called... Marijuana. Yeah. Uh, cannabis. Someone told me that mar- saying marijuana was racist. I always call it weed. Me too. Pot. I wish I called it loud. <laughs> yeah. Flower. That's what I call it when I'm at work. Loud. I'm like, it smells like loud. <laughs> Again, you may have to make jokes that's at you, work. Yeah, that's you being funny at work. That's me being funny. Uh-huh. I used to sell weed and had to pretend that I was a big stoner. I I would love to be a con- consultant for someone who has to sell weed but doesn't actually smoke it. Mm-hmm. I, I could be one, too, yeah. from experience. From experience, yeah, because people need help. Like, this one, oh, my gosh. Boy. One time I had a it's guy. Cotton candy, it makes me so creative, and, like, I get euphoria feeling, and I just want to clean my house and, like, then do some yoga. I like, always... The strain is perfect for that. As someone who's definitely their maintenance fate of their weed addiction... I'm always ask. I like. I always ask for indicas because I want the like. I don't sleep. want like. I want sleep exactly. Yeah. I don't want like Not, energy. I want to be like mm-hmm. hungry and like oh sensual God. and. Bo- tastes, I want a body high. Food tastes so good when you're high. It's, it tastes. I. It's I, the best. I you know. Unfortunately, I've outgrown the food tasting. Great. I mean, but I also just. I just, like. I'm always stoned. So like right. food. I just taste food the way I taste it. Yeah, exactly. Maintenance. Um, I, wait, what was I going to say? Wait, your sister should smoke weed before doing her food critiques, maybe. My sister can't smoke weed because she has cystic fibrosis. Oh, Yeah, but she takes edibles. Oh, right. My sister, my sister parties. My sister, (laughs) I'm really throwing them all under the bus. My sister, my sister has done ketamine. (laughs) Why are you doing, okay, she's done. She's done cocaine. Uh She's done edibles. Uh Uh-huh. She's probably... Done as no, she probably hasn't done more than that. The ketamine was a shock. She said she did not like it. Oh, then she pro- has she done mushrooms? Potentially. Mm. I, I hate I'm a I like acid way more than mushrooms. I like them both a lot. 
Um, mushrooms make me sick. I'm gonna say <laughs> mushrooms uh, don't sensitive stomach. Don't work here. on me because of my antidepressants, mm. accessories. But I've only done acid just like a handful of times in my life, and I loved it because yeah. it comes in waves. And talk about like wanting to feel and experience a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, acid, like mushrooms. I like always convince myself this shit, and then. Once the mushrooms wear off, I'm like, oh, you were, like, tripping, you duh. But, like, acid, I genuinely, like, tap into a certain consciousness that is real and, like, present, but, like, I am not always there. And, like, everything I learn and think on it, like, I do eventually, I do retain and, Mm -hmm. like, bring back. And I'm like, oh, no, that was, like, that's very true. Like, like, I learned things. LSD is a beautiful, beautiful drug. I agree. And I've never had, I've had, like, bad acid where it was, like, like it felt like shroom like i don't know like it's funny like when the, people talk about like bad acid like i feel like i've had bad acid it didn't make me have like a bad scary trip but uh-huh. like i was just like oh this feels just like this feels just like trippy but with no substance mm-hmm. that's how i feel when i smoke weed yeah that's i think exactly that's yeah. how i feel yeah, when i, I was smoke just weed. taking like weed weed paper instead of uh, acid strips <laughs> yeah. but no but when acid is good it is like mm-hmm. it's so introspective it's not even that trippy it's, it's not, like it's like it's nice. no it's trippy but it's not like it's tri- like it's the not, visuals are just like it's nice. But I've also had acid where it's like it's not even that visual. It's like it's just like just your thoughts are so trippy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. When you close your eyes and you're just like you know going to different places. Not to be that person talking about acid on your podcast. No, it's all good. I, I talk about it. <sighs> I'm, have, no, I'm done. That was so mortifying. It's okay. We can edit it out. I just podcasted with Hamilton Morris. Uh, we didn't talk about acid though. We didn't actually no. We I can't even post the podcast because we like got in a fight on the pod during the podcast and had that, to stop. You sounds like you should definitely post it. Yeah, I, maybe. That, uh, sorry, Hamilton. You'll never listen to my podcast though. So someone called talk and say about sorry. Building the Patreon subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I see. This is the gorgeousness of weed. As I can yawn. And yeah, it's you're only tired. You're sleepy. And you're you want me you to wanna, sleep. You oh, want no, to wrap this up? Oh no, but it's late. It's nine. It's not, I for some reason thought it was like nine. Oh my god, you're st- okay. You have stoner energy now. Do I? Yeah. Let's get back to the task at hand. Let's fi- let's podcast. Okay. I'm so let's talk about shopping. Mm. Can you tune in en- enough? To talk about shopping? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm here. I'm, f- I'm high-functioning. You're high-functioning. That's true. Uh, I love shopping. It is... Me too. Next to... Do you do attention. a lot of online shopping? That was never a thing until the pandemic happened. But you love it. I don't love it. I, that's when like I know that. I'm not, I'm not, not like mentally doing okay. I, I'm avoiding something. I'm trying to distract myself from something I need to do. And I just like spiral and go deep, 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 I am not an online shopper. And it's not just because I work in a brick and mortar store. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I just like, I've had, I've had a few online shopping experiences that never worked out. I hate dealing with packages. Mm -hmm. I hate dealing with boxes. I hate dealing with deliveries and that whole thing stresses me out. Um, What I do do with online shopping, it's never the act of purchasing per se, but like, the research. I'll see some yeah the research I'll yeah. see something in a store I'll try it on I'll like it I like don't pull the trigger immediately mm-hmm. that day but then like I find pictures of it online I see other prices just to like sort yeah. of like smart chopper to meditate on the product yeah um but then I always pull the trigger in store because like online like I online shopping doesn't fill that like yeah, no, being it in doesn't. Store. I don't get an adrenaline rush from shopping online, and I when Me I neither. Do shop... I feel remorse when I shop online. No, exactly. Yeah, I feel remorse, and like because like, you want it immediately. Like it's like, and by mm-hmm. the time it arrives, you've oh, you've already spent like two weeks for like I don't yeah. like. It, I know, I know. The, yeah. You need the instant gratification and the high you get. I know. Just like, oh my god, I love the Diamond District. I have to go. And there. also a shopping bag. Yeah, I love you a feel, shopping bag. It feels so good. To carry shopping bags with new stuff in it. It's amazing. It's so good. And I leave, and like they'll stay, they'd stay in my room for about like two weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I hate getting and rid collect of the, recycling. Yeah, I hate getting rid of them because it's like, oh, this is my like nice. Usually, bag. I like to recycle them, and by recycle them, I like I like use it once as like my like grocery bag, mm-hmm. like, or I'll like bring, take it to I'll a party b- with like the whatever you're bringing yeah exactly like, like put it in a Prada bag exactly. yeah. yeah I love that. that it makes you yeah that is a trick that I love doing no I do I love shopping so much I've actually 
it's been less about clothes lately. I've worked at a really amazing store now for like five years and have accumulated so much clothing from both getting, I get a discount, an amazing discount there, both like a normal discount, then an end of season discount, which is 90% off. Oh my God. What and a perk. The, I know, it's insane. And then I also get a clothing allowance, which is just free oh, clothing. Yes, and I remember those in fashion. Two, so I get um, divided by two six month periods, I get $3,000 in free clothing. For, for just one brand in particular, I can't say what that brand is, mm-hmm. but. That's very cool to be sponsored. Yeah. Um, buy a product that so is I, expensive. You know, it's really nice. But so I've accumulated so much clothing that it's actually like, believe it or not, like I've reached this point where like, well, it's re- like. It's and cra- you're not allowed to sell it online, are you? No, I can. Oh, you like, can? You, you can. Like, and there's like, like, you can get it for your like, there's people who get stuff for their like girlfriend. Clearly they're not going to like wear the skirt, but they're like, it's like kind of at your own. Your... I, rem- I, I used to know people who worked at a thrift store in uh different locations in the city and they would get they would get like fired if people found out that they were buying from the store and selling it online oh that's crazy yeah and I'm uh, like, that, i know people bullshit. do that and i've never seen any i've never seen anyone get in trouble for that um i feel like that's shitty management greedy no i Greed. think i think so too i think like i think of like the perks is like part of our payment yeah Do you know what i mean it's like it's at our own and uh, i feel like that should have been part of disclosure. like the consignment working payment as well like that's so unfair so unfair there's worse things you could do at these be- at these, vin- uh, <laughs> at these, at these vintage <laughs> at these vintage stores yeah like i used to get when i was selling weed i would get a weed allowance and that would be like my boss saying but you're not allowed to sell your weed you know yeah, that's which is insane yeah, because what if you don't smoke weed? Exactly. And it's like, no, I, this is just a little thing. No, I mm-hmm. think I I do wear I and I sell my clothes when I sell it. It's not I've never sold it like gotten something and then immediately sold it. And I just got like use my discount or my clothing You're a allowance. You're smart shopper. You buy what you love. I buy what I love, and so like I used to be. I used to be a a shopper, a vintage like secondhand shopper. Um, so first of all, I'm not like rich or anything. I just have crazy access to designer clothing. I'm still a second that allow shopper, like well, so exclusively. I was that, and then like I started working at the store, and like I've gone, I've gotten like, literally, I've gotten so much clothing. I'm gonna make your head spin. Well, and, they have to. You have I, to look a certain way if you work there. No, totally. Also, it's I just like, like I just like nice clothing, and I'm mm-hmm. also addicted to shopping. And mm-hmm. like I've sold so much clothing. Like I literally got. Like I still have in my possession so much clothing, and I've also sold so much clothing. But like. Through the process of, like, actually just, like, having luxury clothing, like, my, like, like it, it's really refined my taste. And also just, like, mm-hmm. knowing what I like. It's, like, the illusion of, like, like when I first got there, I'd want, like, the craziest piece by, like, the, like, right. biggest brand and versus now, something like. Recognizable. Some, like exactly, something recognizable. Exactly, something recognizable. And you can be, like, oh, it's this product mm-hmm. from this season. And now I have, like, like. I don't know, like, the illusion of having these brands is busted because I have so much of it, and now I just get clothing that looks good on me and that I know I'll wear and that I'll like. And so I'm at this, yeah, this kind of, like, nirvana. That's so nice. I just, like, yeah, I I want nice clothes. I just want all of my clothes to be nice and, like, smart. You can look in my closet when it's done. I'll show you my I want to get LED lights for it. For your closet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When when I move. It's, like, soft ones that, like, fade on when you open it. I love that. I love that. I really hope my application goes through this apartment because that means I will have like four closets in my apartment. Can you imagine? Four? You used to live in Sunset Park, so you can. No, it's insane. Uh, Sunset Park is where I'm moving. I'm excited. It's good. And I used to live in Sunset Park, and I loved it. I can give you many food recommendations. Cute. I, talk I'm about a, get talk about walk a few blocks and get a taco. <laughs> you you think the Mexican food is as good? It's as really LA? good. Wow. As someone who's from oh yeah, oh, geez, oh wait, sorry, it's not as good as LA. Oh yeah, no, um, there's no such. But thing. like, definitely filled that void in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when I came back from LA, I was like, oh wait, yeah, there is no Mexican good Mexican food here. I hope people fight beyond this, but I did find the ch- so there's like a Chinatown in Sunset Park as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's more that's going to be closer. You're going to be living closer to the Chinatown part of it as yeah, opposed to the Mexican at... town part of it. Right. 
and the Chinatown part, I actually found the food, um, like, not as good as the, like, as the food in downtown Manhattan or in, like, Queens. Okay, well, um, good to know. There are some good things in Sunset Park, though, right? Yeah. The, the Mexican food is so good, actually. <laughs> cool. Um, you gotta go to Tacos El Bronco. I don't know. Something like that. Cute. And I'm excited to move there. The park is so nice. The park is beautiful. The cemetery. Celebs. The are. cemetery. Celebs rest yeah, there. Yeah, Basquiat. Mm-hmm. Who else does that? That's I all just I know about Basquiat. Yeah, same. Does Leonard Cohen? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a straight guy. I, know. I know about the straight guys. Let me tell you. I've just not that though. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, just not that one. Yeah. Uh, I liked when you were talking about uh, gay genius. Gay genius, yeah. yeah. I liked that. Um, oh yeah, my co- I can talk more about my cousin being a gay genius. <laughs> uh, I just I want a gay son so badly. I feel like if I had a gay son, that's an automatic favorite child. I want you know. I want a son. He can be gay or straight. I don't care. I don't. Want, as oh long God, as he's not a woman. As long as he's not trans. <laughs> oh my God! Stop. <laughs> No, they can be trans, too. I just don't. I just... <laughs> You'll cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah. yeah. You may feel different then when it's happening. I don't want a daughter. My mom used to say, I hope when you have children of your own, I hope yeah. you have a daughter, and yeah. I hope she's just no, that's like why I don't you. Want a, that's why I don't want a trans. I don't want a daughter. They're horrible. They're horrible. They're and, so you, and it's not like I can just, like pick a baby that I know might be a trans boy. You can't know that really. I mean, maybe you can tell the baby. Can I'm sure you? with some you can. <laughs> I'm sure there's some babies that are like, that's a trans yeah. baby. Like, you always know, like, a, a, a gay baby. You always know a gay baby. <laughs> Do you? No, you don't. Some. No. Some, it's, don't. no it's like, some you just don't. Some you don't. <laughs> like, the, like, Prince William and Kate Babies Middleton's are like son not... was a gay baby. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I don't I don't recall. He was like I don't know. Is he how old is he now? Is he gay? Fully? No. I don't know what is it. What's I hope this doesn't create too much frequency. No, it's all good. It's all good. This has been a fun convo. It's Prince what's his name? It's like Arthur. Prince Prince William's <laughs> son. It, yeah, there's only like William is, Arthur. Is George of Prince George, George. of Cambridge is George. Oh my god, he's so he's eight years old and smoking hot. Gay. Gay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I uh, love that. I wish I was in a little prep school in England. Me like, too. Hoy. Me too. Hoy. <laughs> yeah. You know how British people are. They're like, hoy. <laughs> They're so polite. They're so freaking polite. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. They're funny too. They're I didn't, so funny. I didn't realize how funny they are. Yeah. They're no, they're hilarious. Really funny. They have got the humor sixth sense like down as a as a culture. Yeah, they're mad funny. Good job, British people. I know you guys have, yeah. can have a laugh. Yeah, they have. They also have good laughs. They do. That's maybe the alcohol, but uh-huh. they for the most part have good laughs. Their food is weird. I like British food. Yeah, it's I, like I, I it's like a garbage. A, plate. I often make a gluten free rare. Uh, why am I forgetting what is that? It called? The rare r- rabbit. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, why am I blanking out on the name of this? This is because podcast makes me forget words. It's not the weed. It's the podcasting. Oh, okay, okay. I Welsh know. rabbit. I didn't even actually look it up. Welsh I brought rabbit. got my phone out. Welsh rabbit. It's not R- rabbit. Rare Some rare. people call it Welsh rabbit, but it's Welsh rabbit. But it's like so you like mix like cheddar cheese, mustard powder like chopped onions and you like make it until it's like melted and uh, then you like put it on toast or you put it on bread then you put that in the oven and you like oh it's basically God. cheese toast yeah no it sounds like a some a southern delicacy i add thyme to it as well fresh thyme on top that is a smart uh it's really good i really like fresh the thyme. elegance um, it really turns it up a notch you no. should tell your you should ask your sister if she knows about that one yeah. Adding time. Adding time, I'll, I'll see. <laughs> it does turn it up. But I'm sorry, I don't thing, mean but, to rip on your sister. No, but you know what? Actually, in defense of my sister, so I, I did not lose my sense of smell permanently, but I did lose my smell when I had COVID. COVID. Um, and I did not lose my sense of taste. I lost my sense of smell. And, like, de- like definitely was, like, the majority of my taste is my sense of smell, but still had a few things. But it was crazy. Like, 
you know, you'd think if you can enjoy food, like, you're not going to put that much, like, effort in mm-hmm. into it. But, like, there's so many different levels of enjoying food. Like, you know, if food was just about tasting it, we'd be chewing and spitting all the time chewing in order spitting. to, like... <laughs> like gum, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because, like, we wouldn't want to gain weight. And, yeah, like, but, like, obviously part of the reason why we're not all just chewing and spitting all the time to, yeah. <laughs> to avoid um, gaining weight is because, like, you know, it hit it, the feeling and when it hits the back of your throat, the mm-hmm, feeling when it goes, goes down, all those, like, amazing qualities. Feeling about, satiated after Exactly. And so, like, even, even when I had COVID, I was, like, still ordering and making my favorite foods mm-hmm. because, like... They're like I could barely taste them, but there's so many other parts about enjoying food than yeah. just tasting. And yes, that is such a major, huge part of it. But I, if ice cream wasn't cold, it would be disgusting. Yeah, yeah it'd, it'd be, be gross. Milk. It'd be sweet yeah, milk. Yeah, it'd with, be so gross. With whatever was in it at the bottom because uh-huh. of you know weight. Yeah, weight and physics. Well, before we get too far out. Uh, it is getting late. We've been recording for 59 minutes, but I recorded, I pressed record early, but oh I feel like we've said pretty good stuff. Yeah. This has been pleasant. If you need a part two, just let me know. I would love to have a part two. I wish I had a friggin' second mic. I Doing a podcast by yourself is hard because yeah. I have to get new guests all the time and no one, I know. No one wants to do it. Well, no you found me. I'm so glad. Jake, I'm thank still you. I'm here. I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. You can come. Please come back. I would love I'll for you come to come back. I'll come back. You should, you know, aim to get a few more people before I yeah. come back. But yeah. For all I know, this will be like a really popular episode for you. It like, will absolutely be a popular episode. And people will be, you know, chomping at the bit for more and, yeah. you know, threatening to unsubscribe from the Patreon until you bring Jake back. I, and if I that, would love that. Yeah. I'd I would love, love it if they hold the subscriptions hostage uh-huh. and bring me back. Please subscribe to my podcast listeners if you, or my Patreon if you already don't. And if you don't want to help me financially, please rate, <laughs> rate and review my podcast on all the platforms. It helps make the pod visible for people who don't know about it. Also offer her a job. She's also, also just looking I need for a, a job. job. I need a job. What would you rather have right now? Someone... Like, would you rather have someone buy your top tier Patreon, whatever, or would you rather someone offer you a job? Top tier Patreon would be $50. So, so a job. A job. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I would love to have a bunch of people subscri- subscribe at, like, $5 a month. Yeah, that, that would be, nice. be so nice. What if a hundred people did that? Exactly, that'd be so cool. A lot of people make a lot of money on I Patreon. I know. Well, I you can't could be one of them. I can't look at other you people's just have Patreons. To, you have to just stick with it. I know. I have to be. I could let me as someone who could have made a billion dollars from my Patreon from uh, my Your pod? That, my from my pod. We just weren't consistent enough. I know. It's hard. I also can't regularly talk for an hour all the time. But that's why it's nice to get. Uh, get different guests i guess that's a, a nice thing yeah. but i feel like you and ruby could keep could talk about anything i love we your could talk. we could talk about and we talk we still talk yeah <laughs> yeah of course of course but it is it, it becomes a job it is it a does it's a it job. becomes a job and mm-hmm. it starts to become like uh, like you know when you're at work and you're like Ugh, and i have to like you start being like Ugh, i have to pod later. exactly yeah but it's like, kind of like going like, to the gym like, yeah because once you're doing it it's like oh this is like it's fun i like I it and i don't go to the gym <laughs> me neither me neither i'm busy walking to the train in Green take a Point. car home yeah i'm going to you really should yeah uh the weed paranoia is getting to me yeah and it's so dangerous out. Jesus, stop saying that. It is. Okay. People are dying left and right. I know. My dad, I, t- I told my dad well, that I wasn't dad. moving to Chinatown. And he was like, I wasn't going to say anything when you were looking. But yeah, there's like there's a lot of crime happening there, apparently. And I was like, I don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. This is so Caucasian of me. Or something. I don't know. what. Wait, uh, you mean of my dad? No, no, no. Of what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. But... And if it's, but like I have this I when I'm going to my apartment and it's night I take off my headphones so I can hear like footsteps behind me. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do 
Lorna used to get so mad at me when I would like walk home with just my headphones like on blasting. No. Especially, I used to, as, before especially the pandemic, as I'm about to go into my apartment, I like need to make sure like no one's coming behind me. Yeah. Before the pandemic, I would like do that shit all the time. And, you know, there was a shift. No. There was a shift. And yeah, I don't, I, I would never do that now. It's dangerous now. It's it really dangerous. is more dangerous. It's weird. We are finishing. Okay, we are finishing. Thank you so much, Jake. Yeah, thank you for having me so much. I really, I invite you to come back. I will.